This is episode 240, Finding Your Worth with Eliza. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. How's everybody doing? How are we handling the global, I don't even know what to call it, that we're in? I hope that you've been joining Steph and I for our free guided breathwork meditation and coaching sessions. We do one during the week that's about an hour, and then we do one on the weekends that's about 90 minutes. You can sign up for those at christinehassler.com slash free call. They're really epic. I hope that you come and join us. I know there's a lot of free stuff out there and our intention is not to overwhelm you, but it's really to support you, meet you where you're at and help move some energy. Both Steph and I really tap into the collective, what's going on with everybody and give you breath work and meditation. It's different every single time that hopefully help you with where you're at. And it's just a beautiful community as well. And again, if you can't make it live, you can access the recording, christinehassler.com slash free call. All right. So I have a beautiful show for you today with Eliza. And for those of you that are new listeners, every Wednesday, there's a numbered episode, like this is number 240 with someone's name. And that's a unscripted, unproduced, unedited coaching session that you get to hear. And every Saturday is an interview that I have with another thought leader, or I come on and guide you through something, or Steph and I talk about something. So you get a little information on the weekends and then some inspiration and an insight into what a coaching session is like. It's interesting, as I say, coaching session. Sometimes I feel like it's not just a coaching session. <laughs> There's so much more that happens, but for lack of a better word, we'll just call it that. So thank you for being here. Please hit subscribe. And as it is such a gift to me to be able to do this every, well, twice a week, I love doing it. It's one of my favorite things that I do. One way that you can support the show is go over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review that really helps the show grow, as well as sharing it on your social media platforms and be sure to tag me so I can thank you. Today's episode, like I said, is beautiful with Eliza and we go into anger and you might think, wait, the title of this is finding your worth. Well, what I see with people that struggle a lot with not enoughness, with unworthiness, with not feeling like they can get their mojo on, feeling very stuck is that a lot of times they've collapsed and their passion and their fire and their worth is beneath their anger. So I encourage you to listen to the whole thing. I guide Eliza through just a little anger work at the very end. And you see just from the little bit that she has with me, she feels a release. I also have a gift for you. So if you want to read about the temper tantrum technique that I write about in Expectation Hangover, I've made that excerpt of the book available to you. So to access that, go to christinehassler.com slash anger release. Again, that's christinehassler.com slash anger release, and you'll get that excerpt from the book. As you're listening to this show, consider, do you ever struggle with feeling not enough or unworthy? Did you have a parent that you felt really shut down by? Like they 
were disappointed in you, that you never felt like they were proud of you or looked at you with a lot of love and admiration and validation? Do you feel stuck? Do you have trouble motivating yourself? And do you have a hard time speaking up to people? Like you harbor resentment inside because you'd rather just keep it fine on the outside world rather than speaking your truth. So keep those questions in mind as you listen to my coaching session with Eliza. Eliza, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi. Okay. I've really had a hard time thinking even about my question, but um, I think that it has to do with being wanting to be in a relationship for quite a while, but a lot of blockages coming up and feeling just really unworthy. And I don't have a close relationship with my family. Mm-hmm. I actually openly moved away from them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just kind of feel like I really, I have this kind of belief that I'm quite unlikable Mm -hmm. and I know that there's like a lot of shame and kind of I've been working with a therapist and working through kind of some past traumas and stuff like that but it kind of comes up at work a lot feeling like I'm just different and Mm -hmm. that I'm just not good enough well you Um, you are different but that doesn't make you not good enough yeah. So let's, yeah. let's see if we can dive into this a little bit because I don't want you to take you too deep in the story because we're always really yeah. good at telling our story. So yeah, yeah. the beautiful thing about these patterns is there's always a payoff. And you listen if you listen to the show, you've probably heard me talk about it, but there's always mm-hmm. there's always a payoff. <laughs> so what do you think the payoff of this not feeling good enough is? What is this belief? do for you? Like what's the positive? It probably just keeps me in a bit of a victim mentality. So Mm -hmm. I don't have to kind of own my own shit because I think when I own my own shit, I tend to blame myself and it turns really judgmental. So I think I'm just avoiding my own judgment. Okay, great. I love the owning that you just did. Beautiful owning that you just did, right? And that is a very astute observation. And I see that with a lot of people who run the not good enough is, well, if I actually recognize that I'm doing this to avoid, because a lot of it is the payoff is you can stay in victim, but underneath that is avoiding getting hurt any deeper. Because if you, if you play small, then your chances of getting hurt or disappointed are less. So you think, so you think it's not true. Mm -hmm. If you play small, you're hurting yourself on a daily basis because you're Mm -hmm. denying the truth and the worth of who you are, your birthright. Yeah. And I don't want to just tell you things that you know, I want to Mm. give you tools, but I think it's important to speak some truth into it because I love to teach belief systems, like programming new belief systems by using the analogy of learning a new language. And you're currently versed very, very fluent in the I'm not enough language Yeah, and the frequency that that sits in, which is a very victim-y, sad, heavy frequency. Like, do you ever Mm -hmm. feel like it's just hard to be motivated? Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, I actually wrote in like my notes that I feel like it's a constant cycle of fighting myself and it's really tiring. Yeah. And I think it's because like, yeah, if you kind of 
go to like your inner being just wants to like burst free and be happy and I'm like fighting that I guess right playing small yeah feels like really tiring right so and that that heavy frequency is what you know and it's very familiar Mm. and and you're right a lot of times we avoid really going into it because we don't want to go into self-blame because people with low self-worth are excellent at self-blame. Excellent. Excellent. Like you could write a book on it and tell me (laughs) all the reasons to blame yourself. And that goes with another misunderstanding in the sense that you believe that blaming yourself is how you heal. Yeah. So let's just, let's just examine, let's just look at how you were parented. So Mm -hmm. when you did something wrong, let's just say that you dropped something by accident. How would that have been handled? Um, I'm seeing like my dad's face, um, quite stern, like, yeah, a bit of a harshness to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, just kind of like, oh, you're an idiot or something. Ah. Yeah. Okay, so that's another reason we play small because God forbid we make a mistake, then we're an idiot. So yeah. let's just look at the parenting you've internalized. You make a mistake, you're an idiot. So there's no room for mistake. Um, mm-hmm. You make a mistake, you're in trouble and you get immediate disapproval. So yeah. not only are you an idiot, but you're not very likable. Yeah. What else? How would mom react if you accidentally broke a dish? I feel like she'd become really flustered. Like she couldn't handle the situation. She wouldn't know what to say or do. She'd just like, yeah, just a bit like flustered and not really sure of herself. And so overwhelmed, would you say? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So not able to handle it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's the way you currently parent yourself. Yeah. Because this isn't about how do I get more self-worth? This isn't about let's go do a bunch of affirmations. Let's look in the mirror every day and say, I love myself. It, it, it won't work. It would yeah. be helpful. It'd be better than not doing it. Mm-hmm. But it, the thing that will shift this the most is if you start speaking a different language to yourself. Yeah. And so much of that is about reparenting the self. And noticing, and it's not going to change overnight. It's, it's noticing a moment where you judge yourself mm-hmm. or you, let's just say you have a broken dish moment where you feel like you made a mistake, where you feel like you did something stupid, where you feel like you're not worthy, you're not good enough, whatever. And you notice that language of you're an idiot. Now I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I'm not likable. There's disapproval. You notice all that come up and you go, wait, stop. Mm-hmm. That is not me. That is not my voice. I give that voice back to my parents. I give that language and the energy that comes with it back. And you can even imagine handing it back. Not with blame, but with just this belongs to you, not to me. This is your unresolved issues that got projected on me. I don't have to carry them anymore. But just out of curiosity, I know you said you moved away from your family. If your dad was standing right in front of you right now. And you could say anything you wanted. And he, w- he wouldn't react. You could say anything. What would you want to say? Um, I wish I felt more freely loved by you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you get a little angry? 
<laughs> I have difficulty getting angry at my dad. Yeah. I have difficulty getting angry at my dad because? Because I've worked so hard on just accepting him. Mm, Sounds like a cop-out. Yeah. It's really hard to get through to acceptance unless we've worked through the anger. Yeah, like I've kind of let him off the hook with so much. Like if he's not there for me emotionally, I'm like, oh, that's okay. He's just like to have a relationship with him that I do have that my sister wasn't able to have, like she hasn't spoken to him in 10 or 15 years. I've just had to kind of grit and bear, like not grit and bear it, but just accept that he's not emotionally available or he's not emotionally capable of meeting me. Hmm, I love how much kinder you are to him than yourself. Mm. And you know what, my love, all that is true. And acceptance and forgiveness is a beautiful place to get to. But from my point of view, you aren't really there. It's something that you think and it's something in your mind and it's something that you tell yourself to ease the pain. We, in my experience, both in my own life and in, in working with thousands of people at this point, until you really get to the raw emotion, the anger the sadness, the hurt, the shame, and then the grief, grieving the relationship that you never had and never will. Then, then after all of that is released, then there's acceptance. Then there's forgiveness. But you're trying to slap acceptance and forgiveness on top of decades of pain, of neglect, of judgment, of harshness, you know, it's, it's very clear to me that your dad probably had his own version of hurt and shame in his childhood. He had a really mm-hmm. mean inner critic. He was, he probably hated himself and he projected that on you and your mm-hmm. sister. Your mom was ill-equipped. They probably had a weird codependent relationship and mm-hmm. you felt not seen by the masculine, which definitely is impacting your ability to step into a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is all things that we work with in our, in our Be the Queen program, which is for women calling in a man. And the first third of it is helping you really free yourself from your past because we're in a relationship with our father and our mother. But generally for women, you know, it's, it's our father relationship that has the most direct, obvious impact on our relationship with men. And we're playing that out until we heal it. Mm. So you've given the reason you feel you don't have self-worth is you've done something that so many of us do, which is we make our parents, our God, and we outsource our worthiness to them and unconsciously. And tell me if this resonates with you. Part of you may think, well, if I just accept him and, and accept this relationship, then maybe I'll feel worthy since he continues to be the source of the person who you gave so much of your power away. Yeah. I think I'd feel like I was loved if I just accepted it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of feel like I've have a lack of love in my life, like feeling loved, Mm -hmm. especially by my family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I just kind of accept it all, I think there's like a lot of pain there, but I'm 
like, and I probably don't have to actually voice it to the person, but no. there's also that feeling of like, yeah, fear of actually just feeling it. Cause if I do, then I'll feel resentment and then I will act out through resentment. How do you know all this? You're making a lot of assumptions. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I know that you kind of have to feel it to deal with it and move through it. But yeah. Like I'm just even thinking of my cousin, like not, making an effort to contact me at all and things like that. And I do hold resentment, but I'm like, I do just swallow it and just, yeah, to keep right. the peace. See what you mean? You just said it. You swallow the resentment. Yeah. To quote unquote, keep the peace. What peace? You're swallowing resentment. Yeah. There's yeah. a superficiality pretend relationship going on. Yeah. But it's not peaceful inside of you. No. Yeah, that's really true. And I find that in just my day-to-day life, like not feeling peaceful and free to be myself because mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, probably just fighting a lot of the genuine feelings that I'm feeling. Yeah, and you're afraid of judgment because you felt yep. really judged. And mm-hmm. I really get that. And I want you to know that you have, you, you, I feel you, and I feel just what a sweet little girl you were and how you tried to be so good. But it felt like nothing you ever did was enough. Yeah. And so that's where the good enough comes from. It's not a truth. It comes from being made to feel that way. And you may have heard me say people can't make us feel a certain way. But as children, when we don't know better, they do. We don't have the awareness as a 5-year-old, an 8-year-old, a 12-year-old to go, oh, That's just my dad's unresolved wounding that he's projecting on me. I don't need to take this personally. We don't have that. So we do, we are made to feel a certain way. And so I am encouraging so much the emotional release work, especially that I teach in terms of an anger relief, a grief release, the release writing, everything that I teach in expectation, hangover and mastery is because what I see with people running this low self-worth pattern is like you said, there's a victiminess and there's a weakness. And when you tap into that anger, you find your fire, you find your passion. Yeah. And we need a little bit of that fiery energy to break through the not enoughness. I found that just like meditation and self-love and affirmations and journaling and walking in nature don't bust through the self-worth blocks because there's an inner strength that you must find. And you find that by going in and not being afraid of the bigger quote unquote scary emotions like anger and rage, because I promise you by repressing them, you're not avoiding resentment. You're just creating more of it. Yeah. 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 I can feel that. I don't really, I don't really know how to, be unless it kind of comes up as a trigger and I feel a lot of emotion and then I can kind of go deeper into it I don't know how to kind of like bring it up if I'm you know like because I guess I've pushed it down for so long I don't know how to release it like how to get back into it I don't know that that's true I think that's just another thing you're telling yourself because there's a big part of you that doesn't want to do it. Totally normal. Totally normal. I raised my hand to that as well. So close your eyes. And I want you to go back to when you were like seven, 
You don't have to remember a specific memory, but just see yourself at seven and see yourself doing something where you got in trouble with dad or you got one of those stern, disapproving looks that made you feel really small and really stupid. And as if you were seven and if it's present tense, so don't talk in past tense, I want you to really say what you want to say to your dad. Don't hold back. Um, I'm not an idiot. I just made a mistake and that's okay. Don't make me feel like I'm an idiot. Yeah. Keep going, keep going, keep your eyes closed. <laughs> and get into kind of like... get into your anger a little bit. I know it feels awkward, but I'm here with you. Yeah. So I'm just not like... an idiot. Don't look at me like that. Keep going. You just back off and leave me be. Just like accept me for who I am and that's okay to make mistakes. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, I just sick of feeling like an idiot. I'm sick of feeling like I'm walking on eggshells just to be perfect. Good. Stand up. Keep your eyes closed, but stand up. And as you're talking, I want you to just kind of march in place and stomp your feet and keep talking. What I would suggest is who cares if anyone hears you? Just mm. try to try to go with it. You don't have to talk super loud, but I do want you to stomp your feet and punch your arms in the air a little bit and yep. see where we can go. I'm going to give you some more suggestions, but I want to just help you stir this up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just felt really, really awkward doing that. Like I kind of felt like I was forcing myself to do it. Right. But you're learning a new but language. It's probably just resistance. It's resistance. And does, if yeah. I was, if you were starting to learn Japanese, wouldn't it feel a little awkward? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So tell me when you're situated. Um, where I am. Yep. Yeah. I'm just like on the step outside. Okay. Okay. So are you standing or sitting? I'm standing. Okay. So again, close your eyes, take a deep breath. Remember you're doing this for your little girl and just stomp your feet and just punch a little bit. That's it. And then just start using your words in what you wish you could say. Just for, just for one minute. Idiot. Good. Good. Keep going. Stop making me feel like I'm an idiot. Yep. Good. Keep going. I don't want to feel like this anymore. I just want to feel loved and accepted. Mm -hmm. Good. Keep going. Good. Just 30 more seconds. You can do it. Keep stomping and punching. I just hate feeling like this. I hate feeling like it's not okay to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. It's not okay to just be me and mm -hmm. have fun and play. Mm. Always having to be perfect. Mm. Why can't you fill in the blank? Why can't you just love me? Why can't you just make me feel accepted and loved? Mm. Why can't you just let me have fun and make mistakes? Mm. Good. Ten more seconds. Anything else you want to say? Really get it out. Don't be afraid to be nasty. Just wipe that fucking face off your face. Mm -hmm. Leave me alone. Stop looking at me like that. Yeah, stop yeah. looking at me like that. Yeah, good. Okay, you can stop punching and marching. Just put one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly. And just repeat after me. I'm safe. I'm safe. That was then. This is now. That was then, and this is now.
I forgive myself for buying into the belief that I'm not enough. I forgive myself for buying into the belief that I'm not enough. I am loved. I am loved. I am enough. I am enough. I am worthy. I am worthy. Good. Take a deep breath. Good. And what's present for you now? What do you feel now? Energized. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like the energy's moving in my body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I'm not so stuck and heavy. Yes. Mm. Yes. And that was just a minute. Yeah. So what I want you to do, Eliza, is I don't know if you have expectation hangover or mastery, but in either one of those, I teach how to release weight, how to do the temper tantrum technique. I want you to give yourself permission to start feeling these feelings. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately the goal is to free yourself. And a side bonus is this will actually lead to actual forgiveness with your father, not pretend mm-hmm. sugarcoating avoidance forgiveness. Yeah. And it will free up so much energy and break this pattern so that you can actually have a relationship with a man who's emotionally available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how can you see yourself moving forward? What's your commitment to yourself? Yeah. I think going back to those times where I did feel small and instead of kind of just being like, it's okay, it's okay, like allowing that, yeah, the anger and stuff to come up and out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Because you're trying to placate the emotion rather than actually feel it. And then, like you said, you feel energized. Yeah. And I think like having listened to your podcast, I think I've been perceiving or interpreting like parenting yourself as being just loving all the time, loving, loving, which yes, you do. But I think, yeah, the key is to like, I go back and actually let that little girl feel the emotions. Yes. Rather than just be like, it's okay to feel this way. Like just kind of half-assed about it exactly which is why you feel half-assed in your life yeah that's back to the the playing small when you play small you live small yeah avoidance never leads to fulfillment yeah it just leads to kind of a rinse and repeat hamster in a wheel kind of life yeah and you are so you're meant for so much more you deserve Mm. so much more yeah yeah. And that that loving, sweet little girl better find her voice as well. You've got yeah. the sweetness down. We need to find the sauciness as well. Yeah, it does come out. Don't worry. Good. Well we want <laughs> it doesn't come out in a healthy way. Exactly. We wanna we wanna channel that sauciness in a healthy way rather than have a yeah. leaky irritability. Yeah. 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 Does okay. this help a little bit? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it was nice to have like the actual experience of it rather than just talking about it. Yeah. 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 And definitely mastery or expectation hangover will 
100% help. So I suggest yeah. either. either yeah, I ordered the book a few nights ago, oh, so it'll be here soon. Good. I'm yeah. proud of you. Thank you for your courage. You, yeah, thank you so much. I want you to really celebrate yourself because you moved through a big block today. A yeah. big block. You let me pull you farther than you wanted to go. But that just shows, it shows your courage and it yeah. shows how ready you are. It is time. Yeah. yeah. Time to yeah. take your worth back. Yeah. Take your power definitely. back. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. I want to thank Eliza. Thank you so much for your willingness and vulnerability. You allowed me to, to, I don't like to say push, pull you forward outside of your comfort zone and you served yourself and you served so many people. So thank you for being an inspiration. And I hope all of you listening could really feel that Eliza was moving out of her comfort zone and she really didn't want to do it, but she felt so much better after she did. Emotional release work is like a workout. You know, a lot of times you may not feel like doing a workout if you didn't sleep well the night before, or maybe you had one too many glasses of wine, or there's just other things that you want to do and you just don't feel like doing the workout. But after you do it, you feel so much better. That's how emotional release work is. And it's even more important to be doing at this time. Please hear me. This isn't just a time to chill, to just be to clean out your closet. All those things are great, but this is also really the time to do some deep work. And I really encourage you go back and listen to last Saturday's free call that I did. Just again, go to christinehaster.com slash free call and you'll get access to the recordings because I talked a little bit about how we really leverage this opportunity. It's not time for us to go to sleep. And Eliza is teaching so many of us what we need to do during this time her self-worth shadow is really up. And by shadow, I mean unresolved issues, limiting beliefs, emotional addictions, parts that keep us stuck. They're not who we are, but they're ways of being we've adopted that we think keep us safe. Or we think have a payoff in some way. And you heard her identify some of the payoffs that she thought not enough was, was giving her. So when we are willing to look into that shadow, and bring light to it with our awareness and our willingness to feel the emotions, then things start to move and things start to shift. And it's so important to do at this time. One way that Eliza was trying to deal with the emotions that she had towards her family was just to brush them under the rug, was to just accept her father for who he is. But deep down, she was building resentment. She even said that. So please don't lie to yourself please don't lie to yourself and brush things under the rug, harbor resentment and call it acceptance. Acceptance is not avoiding confrontation. That's not acceptance. That's complacency. That's resignation. That's giving up and that's emotional repression. So you might say that, oh, I've accepted so-and-so for who they are, but deep down you still have anger. You still have pain you're not in acceptance, sorry. And you definitely don't have compassion for that other person. You might think you do because they had a terrible childhood and yada, yada. And eventually we can get there. And that's what I really was coaching Eliza through. I absolutely believe that acceptance and forgiveness are beautiful places for all of us to be in. 
But good luck being a human being and trying to just bypass your emotion and get right to acceptance and forgiveness. You're going to do spiritual bypass. I have seen it thousands and thousands and thousands of times. So I'm hoping that in this global expectation hangover that we're having, more people will do emotional release writing and emotional release work and the temper tantrum technique and really looking at the ways that they're no longer able to sustain the ways of behavior and being that are unsustainable. So I thank Eliza so much again for your vulnerability. I'm not going to break this down too much because I did so much in the call, but I really want to encourage you go to christinehasler.com slash anger release, get the excerpt from expectation hangover. I highly encourage you to get the whole book, but if that's not possible for whatever reason, at least use the excerpt. It'll help a little bit, especially if you listen to the show for a while. I hate to give you a piece of a book that's out of context, but since you all listen, you're veterans, you you know my work. And then the other thing, if you want to dive deeper with me, come join me in my personal mastery course. It's my virtual course, the content's yours for life. And for a year after joining, you get monthly coaching calls with me. They're group coaching calls, but I usually get to everybody on the call. And it's a way to have access to an incredible community. There's an awesome Facebook community and have more access to me and just be in a tribe of like-minded people, which we really need right now. And we're offering a really nice discount and payment program on that. Just go to christinehasler.com slash mastery. When you go to the cart, so you have to say you want to buy it first, you're not committing to anything, but you say you want to buy it, go to the cart. Then in the promo code area, enter health, that will deduct your $200. You can also request a 12-month payment program. So it breaks down to like, I don't know, between $60 $70 a month. Reasonable. Especially for all the content you're getting. There's an emotional, mental, behavioral, spiritual, and physical aspect. Steph's teaching you a lot of breath work in it. I'm teaching you all my best tools that I've learned and used over the years. And like I said, you get the coaching calls as well. So lots of ways for me to support you. All the links will be in the show notes. I'm sending you all so, so, so much love. I'm actually recording this on Easter. And so it's just a beautiful day of reflection and counting all the blessings all around me. And you all listening, every single one of you are such a blessing in my life. Sending so much love and many blessings to you. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Blessings.